Uh, welcome back. Joyce Kaufman with you on 850 WFTL. And we're going to check in with our man on the street in Guatemala, Steve Hecht. How about that? I got a roving reporter in Guatemala. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great, Joyce. How are you? Great to be with you again. I'm doing just fine. And I love, uh, you know, some of this uh, rumor mills got it out there that perhaps President Trump can actually tap into uh, Guatemala as a way to, well, maybe circumvent some of this uh, illegal immigration uh, uh, exodus from countries south of Guatemala to the border. Can you talk a little bit about what, what you think can happen? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> President Trump on uh, 26th of, uh, of, of June mentioned, and he repeated it again last Saturday uh, uh, to the press in front of the White House, that he's close to a third safe country agreement with Guatemala. That third safe country agreement would, in effect, permit the government to deny asylum hearings to any alien who had gone through Guatemala. Now, to get to the United States by land from South America, Central America, you must pass through Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And that means that almost all of the aliens now at the border would no longer have a right to an asylum hearing. Now, the loophole, of course, is, is, is asylum, that they coach the people that most of them, hardly any of them, really qualify for asylum. Asylum is when you're persecuted for some reason, you're part of some group or uh, that's political. But uh, looking for a job, escaping violence, not having uh, an opportunity is not a reason for asylum. Mm -hmm. So you have all these people on the southern border, uh, more than 100,000 a month now, and they have to give them a hearing. And if they have children, According to court rulings, they're only allowed to stay for, uh, hold them for 20 days. Then they release them pending a hearing. The hearing takes forever, and hardly any of them come back to the hearing because they don't really qualify for asylum. Now, Congress could change that uh, by passing a law, and Congress won't do it because the Democrats want these people to come to the United States. They want the voters. They want to use the issue against Trump in the election next year. They want to brand him as a racist and anti-Hispanic, the usual uh, litany of uh, Democratic tactics. And uh, Trump, if he were to sign this agreement with Guatemala, then those people would no longer have a right for hearing. He could turn them back at the Mexican border. I I love it. I mean, I think that is exactly the kind of um, move that he needs to make instead of sitting around and waiting for something to happen. It's been decades we've been trying to hash this out, and it's going to take some real, you know, um, bold moves on the part of the president to get something done. What do you think about this uh, this government in Guatemala now? Is this something that they could, even if they agree to it, could they enforce it? Oh, sure. It's not. They don't have to enforce it. They don't have to do anything. They signed the agreement, and, and it's Trump who's the beneficiary. Now, there might be some cost to Guatemala, and I'm sure Trump would be willing to uh, uh, absorb that cost you know, by the United States. But the real thing is this. That solves the asylum problem. Now, why would Guatemala do this? They have no reason to help Trump, just to help Trump. But Guatemala and the United States have mutual interest. Their interests are completely convergent. 
because the reason that so many illegals now you got to distinguish uh, uh, between asylum that's one thing those people go right through the border official border crossings but then there's illegal immigration and that continues and if you close down the asylum loophole or the third safe country agreement then the safe third country then the uh, immigrants go through uh, illegally. They don't go through a, a regular border crossing. Now, those people come through Guatemala also and from Guatemala. Now, the reason that happens is there's no straight presence on the border. The reason for that is the Obama policy. You know, Obama embraced Fidel Castro and, <clears throat> and, and the successors to Fidel Castro supported Gadia, and those people dominate the border areas with protection from the judicial system and the criminal justice system in Guatemala. Those people were installed there by the Obama administration and the Trump administration, it still continues because the State Department is betraying the president. Hmm. They think they're elected. They think they know better than the president. And so they continue that policy. They're trying to impose socialism on Guatemala and they pretty much hampered the government. The uh, president has let them weaken him, and he hasn't been willing to take on the State Department. They have him intimidated. So Trump needs to take the initiative. He needs to understand that the obstacle to reducing the flow of illegal migrants and drugs from and through Guatemala is in his hands. He can do it by simply changing the ambassador and making sure that he controls what the U.S. Embassy in Guatemala does. After all, they work for him. And if he understands that they're his enemy, they, he needs to tell the president of Guatemala. The president is intimidated by these people. So if Trump tells the president of Guatemala, look, I need to say third country from you. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you... I'm going to help you take back your judiciary so that you can enforce the law in your country, especially on your border. And if they do that, then the people who then have more opportunity and less violence will happily cooperate with security forces. And that is the way to reduce the flow of illegal migrants and drugs. It's greatly in Guatemala's interest. It's greatly in the United States' interest. And they should do this deal. And the obstacle is the president is intimidated by the State Department. Donald Trump sure as hell is not intimidated by the State Department. And if he understands that the State Department is the root, is at the root of this problem, I think he'd take action. Well, and it's interesting because I think he is, uh, you know, he had to come to Washington without, uh, you know, the the advantage of having been in politics. I mean, he certainly knows all about politics, but he hasn't had to deal with these uh, cretins uh, f except as, as a donor in the past. And this diplomatic class, whether it's the ambassador from Great Britain who had to step down or it's his own State Department, they think they're in control of policy. And in fact, they are supposed to do whatever the president tells them to do. And somehow, uh, you know, they've gotten away, particularly under the Obama and Bush administrations with running their own show. So you're right. I think the president could, uh, you know, put a stop to this very easily with an executive order. Yes, I think so. I mean, you're absolutely right, Joyce. The, the, these people in the State Department, I've known them for the 46 years I've been here. Uh, I don't, I don't know anybody there now. They don't want to talk to me because I write the truth about them. Mm -hmm. But uh, this State Department, 
believes, especially the embassy in Guatemala, they know more than the American people. They don't respect the will of the American people. There's only one national figure, well, two, including the vice president, who've been elected by the people of the United States. That's the president and vice president. And, and these people have no right to make policy themselves. But they think they know better than the American people. They think they know better than the Guatemalan people. And they are in the process of depriving the Guatemalan people of their right to choose their own leaders. The State Department and the U.S. Embassy in Guatemala has fixed this election. And if Trump doesn't act very quickly, he's going to have a socialist government in Guatemala that's going to be anti-American. They, they're not going to work with Trump. They have no reason to work with Trump. They'll be associated with Cuba and, and, and Venezuela and Nicaragua. And this is tragic. And, and if Trump took a look at it, he needs to look at it right now. The election is on the 11th of August, and that election has been fraudulent. Mm -hmm. And the people running that fraud are the U.S. Embassy Guatemala. Unbelievable. Well, listen, you know, uh, a good thing about having you down there is uh, you can cut through all of the misinformation and fake news that we're getting here on a daily basis. I mean, I, I am just so frustrated when I see how they have literally, um, you know, put every stumbling block in the way of this president controlling immigration, which is an executive branch um, issue to begin with. And, uh, you know, listen, we, we can only keep give, informing the public like we're trying to do and hoping that they'll apply some pressure through their elected representatives to get the job done. Steve, thanks so much for calling in. Give out your website so people can stay on top of the news. It's www.impunityobserver.com. Impunity Observer, right? Right, Impunity yep. Observer. That's that's my uh, website. You could read all of uh, my work. Read all about the, uh, some of my radio interviews. All right, thank you. Yeah. Always, uh, always love talking to you, Steve. Take care. Uh, it's a great pleasure, Joyce. You too. Thank all you. Right. Bye.